Welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Amir Farrow, with my co-hosts, J-Mac and Jordan. On today's episode, to preview the Denver Broncos Week 4 matchup against the Chicago Bears. Two winless teams going at it. A lot of people are already calling this the Tank Bowl. Um, we've all, we obviously gave our thoughts and opinions on tanking and rebuilding in the NFL in our last episode. Me and Jordan, uh, make sure you guys check that out. But we have a pretty... Uh, exciting episode lined up for today i know it's been not been the most exciting start to the season but we have a lot of predictions in today's episode a lot of players to watch keys to victory um and like i said stay tuned for the very end because we'll be going over our score predictions and who we think will take home the offensive and defensive player of the game um with that being said uh make sure you guys leave a comment down below throughout today's episode let us know what you guys think if you guys disagree or agree with any of our keys to victory if there's anything that you want to add please let us know in the comments we love reading your feedback as always when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Um, please help us comment for the algorithm that helps us get out on suggested feeds on YouTube. Um, and then obviously on Spotify also, if you guys didn't know, we have a little reply button. Um, we always put up a question for every episode. You guys can reply and you guys don't have to be on YouTube to give your input and everything. You guys can uh, hit that hit that reply button as well. Um, before we go ahead and jump into today's great preview, J-Mac Jordan, how are you guys doing, man? Doing good, man. I mean, it's exam week, so I've just been, you know, studying like Busy. crazy. Yeah, um, but... All my exams are done now, but and I'm doing good. I'm just, I just can't wait for this game on Sunday. Unfortunately, yeah, too busy. Uh, I mean, I do not have exam week, and mine is more tailored towards writing about sports. And since I do live in Miami, I did have to talk about the uh, Dolphins whooping our ass. So that's uh, what I had to deal with this week at school. So, oh, I'm doing yikes. good. I'm doing good. Man, he had to go through watching that loss and then writing about it all over again. That's that's crazy. From a Dolphins um, perspective, too. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the Dolphins being the Broncos. Yay. Hooray. And <laughs> yeah, actually Broncos fan that, that must've been nice, but um, yeah. yeah. Even writing about it, predominantly orange, like you, it's, it's tough, man. You, especially all the rebuild stuff this week, man, it's been hard. Literally, you talk about the first three weeks of the season. You're hoping to, uh, you know, go into like those Chiefs games with actual hope and everything. And um, unfortunately, we're sitting here 0 three, hoping for a win against the Chicago damn Bears. Like that is <laughs> that is crazy to me. But um, we're going to be on today's episode to tell you how we can do that. Before we go into our keys to victory, um, just quick little uh, updates on the final injury report released um, as of today on Friday, September 29th. Um, the Bears secondary looking very depleted. They're going to be missing Eddie Jackson safety, corner Jalen Johnson, and nickel corner Josh Blackwell are all ruled out for this game. Um, Blackwell's going to the IR. So um, they have a very depleted secondary. Um, it was already bad as it is. Um, so it got even worse for this game. Broncos, huge break there. Um, the Broncos on Broncos side of the ball um, for their injury report. They're going to be missing nose tackle Mike Purcell. He's out with a rib injury, did not practice at all this week. And then linebacker Josie Jewell, um, he'll miss his first game of the season with a groin injury. And then edge Frank Clark is missing with the hip injury again. And then the Broncos will have uh, Justin Simmons safety questionable with a hip and groin injury. Um, he is looking doubtful to play in this game, um, you know, barring any unforeseen circumstances, him actually playing. Uh, I know they're listing it as a game time decision, but I really don't expect him to play. Um, if he does, like Jordan said in our last episode, he'll definitely be a tough, uh, a very, very tough uh, guy for, you know, playing in this game. Um, and we could definitely use him, but he's got to be healthy, man. So prayers up for uh, Justin Simmons and hope he, hopefully he can, when he gets back to the field, he's 100% ready to go. Um, but with that being said, that's the injury report. And, um, you know, thankfully, one thing this year is like the Broncos haven't been I know they're missing they're missing a lot of players and a lot of the guys that they are missing are like season enders. But besides that, it hasn't hasn't been as long of a list as previous years. So can't really blame. There's not really much of an excuse on that end. It's really just come down to the Broncos defense and how poor they have been this year. Um, But keys to victory. What are you guys looking at um, for how the Broncos win this game against the Bears? Really, at the beginning of the season, we looked at this one as a easy W on the win column, but we're looking at this game as like from all angles of how they could actually beat the Chicago Bears. And honestly, in some of the rankings, they're, they're even better than us in terms of defense. Actually, pretty much virtually better than every than I believe. Besides <laughs> passing yards per game, they're uh, worse than us. But besides that, our defense is literally worse in every other category. So it's not it's not going to be as easy as some people think. Well, I think the first key, obviously, the main key is we got to score a lot of points. I think um, it's going to be – it may be a shootout. I don't know if the Bears' offense is good enough to go back and forth with a shoot, shootout, but I do think if there was a game for them to wake up, it's definitely going to be this one. I mean, we're the worst defense in the league. I mean, I think that – I mean, I'm pretty sure whoever's calling the Bears' offensive plays, they're like thanking God Vance Joseph is the D.C. they got to go up against this week because if their job was on the line, then they just caught a break because Vance Joseph is coming to town. Um I just, I think, I think just the main goal is to score points. I can't really take anything away from the defense side of the ball because the Bears are just really not a good offensive team whatsoever. I mean, you can't really say the defense needs to do much. I would say just tackling. Yeah, is probably big one. <laughs> uh, one of the biggest like things I can go over defense. Just tackle. Um, we tackle, can't go out there and have key to victory. Uh, thirty-four missed tackles again. I think was it thirty-four or twenty-four? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Ridiculous. Well. Tackle. Um, that's just the, should be the main objective on the whiteboard is make sure you bring down Justin Fields and Deontay Foreman, R- Rashawn Johnson. Those are going to be the and DJ Moore. Um, 
outside of the defense, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's the Bears. This should be an easy game to bounce back from. I mean, kind of, you know, hope for the season to get the defense back on track um, somewhat. But I think the main objective, you just got to score a bunch of points. You got to make every possession count, play smart football. The Bears aren't a good defense. You got to And you got to spread the ball around because if they're without their best secondaries, Russ should cook. Um, but, yeah, you got to – I'll say the Broncos need to maybe score around 31 to 40 points to win this game. Yeah, on, uh, on my front, uh, keys to victory just – I think the uh, – and I, actually, I'm glad someone brought it up at media day about uh, Randy Gregory and his performance. I think the edge rushers need to play very smart this game. They need to uh, learn and know when to uh, – and how far to get when they rush the passer, especially opening up those lanes for Justin Fields uh, for those first downs. So I think that's going to be a big part for them to being a passer. Uh, second part, the Bears – I mean, we talk about our pass rush being really bad. The Bears only have one sack for the whole season. So just make sure <laughs> Russ is still protected. Don't let that go to their second sack of the season and the third. Don't, just keep them protected. Let the Bears uh, keep on struggling in that department. And, again, we just got to put up a lot of points. I think the Bears are not equipped to score a lot of points, but you never know with our defense right now. Our defense <laughs> is uh, struggling, is uh, taking it nicely uh, to them. So just – Having a little shootout on the offensive side of the ball will help us go a long way. And I think we can maybe see our first win this season. I'm just saying. My biggest key to victory is um, obviously, like J-Mac mentioned, I literally wrote down in my notes, tackle. Like that, that's my key to vic- my biggest key to victory. 24 missed tackles in one game. Some teams go throughout their whole season with having 24 missed tackles. Some teams will have less than that the entire season. Like that's that's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, the, the biggest key to victory is tackling. The the Dolphins did so much after the catch and after yards after contact last week. It's absolutely I don't even want to go into the numbers because it's embarrassing. But um, you got to tackle this week. Um, also give Mims more deep shots, including him in your deep passing game the second bear secondary is not going to be able to keep up with our speedy options um and you know they're obviously adding uh smith obviously isn't signed yet but they're adding more speed this upcoming week um with chaquan smith who the broncos are expected to sign early next week according to mike Kliss. um so he'll be an option um, next week after this, so the Broncos add even more speed. But for the sole purpose of this game, um, the Bears' defense, their secondary ranks 30th in the NFL. Um, it's actually two spots worse than us, um, or one spot worse than us, excuse me. Uh, they're allowing 285 passing yards per game. Um, I mean, my and then besides that, like for on the Broncos' defensive side of the ball, um, just containing fields in the pocket. Like if he's gonna win this game anyway and put up a lot of points on the board, I think he's gonna go back to what he was doing last year and getting outside the pocket and picking up as many yards with his legs as possible. And if you can contain him in the pocket, at least set the edge. I'm not even asking you to get sacks, like at least set the edge and don't let him, you know, get anything even like up the interior. Don't let him find any uh, open gaps, wide open lanes for 20 yards. Like that's where Justin Fields really picks up his uh, confidence and momentum. And they're already talking about. Um, a lot of people on the uh, the Bears defense, the Bears uh, coaching staff, about wanting him to get you know more used to uh, what he was doing last year and acclimated to um, that running style that he was with last year. Because this first few weeks he's looked really robotic. It doesn't look like it fits his strengths. Um, even though he wasn't really like a running run first quarterback at Ohio State, that's just yeah. what he, he's finding success with in Chicago for whatever reason. So it seems like he wants to go back to that. Broncos, Van Joseph, do not be the reason he goes back to that. 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we are. I, mean, I hate to be that guy, but I mean, just please set the edge. Do not let Justin Fields beat you with his legs, and I promise you, they're not gonna they're not gonna put up seventy. I, I know that for sure. So, oh. um, the, those are I, I might be speaking too soon, but um, <laughs> those, those are my biggest keys to victory. Make Marvin Mims include Marvin Mims, Jerry Judy in the deep passing game. Um, they the, this bear secondary is just so depleted, like it's not even funny. Um, so I think those are some of my biggest keys to victory. And don't let Justin Fields beat you with his legs because they, I mean, I hate to say it, but they will torch his defense. Yeah, I mean, last year, it, it, and I'm glad you brought that up. I, I don't know if I talked about that on the podcast before, but this dude was a flat-out baller at Ohio State throwing the football. I don't know what happened in Chicago when yeah. all of a sudden people are saying, he's a rushing quarterback. He was not that at Ohio State. But I think if there's any game for Justin Fields to get back on track running the football against the Broncos, uh, not to mention Frank Clark is out. I mean, Mike Purcell is out. I mean, it just—I mean, no offense. I mean, it, it's not like we saw. We saw what Mike Purcell was doing last game. Um, I mean, I just feel like we need to have all, all hands on deck. I don't think the interior is going to be much of a problem. I think we need to worry about the edge, like you said. Those quarterback draw plays—they're probably going to call a lot of them. They're at home. They're gonna—I mean, we have the worst rush run defense in the NFL. Why wouldn't they, you know, choose to run the ball a lot? I know I would. Um, I think that's just going to be the main point of the game for the Bears is they're going to try to get Justin Fields going early, running the football. So whatever we can, tackle Drew Sanders going this week. Let's Hopefully we get a, something like we saw in college from one of the best tacklers in college. So yeah. hopefully hopefully the defense, because, I mean, we're, we're going to need stops. Hopefully, I mean, this is arguably the worst offense in the NFL. If we can't get stops on I, I know we're the worst defense, but if we can't get some stops on this offense, like it's just, this is more than concerning, like, I don't think the Broncos should have a choice on whether on whether or not what they want to do with Vance Joseph after this week. If the Bears if the Bears score more than twenty five on us, I mean I'm just being real. Like, yeah, uh, Amir, to your point, I do think uh, Judy and Minge are both going to have big games this week against the Bears. They both combined for twelve targets last game against the Dolphins. Sutton by himself had eleven targets, so I think that's going to flip a bit. I know Minge and Judy are both of our most dynamic players on the offense. Yeah. So they should be able to flip that script a bit, get Judy some more touches. And I think Mims is going to be uh, more effective in one ways than just the offense. The Bears special teams unit is not good. They are 26th and 24th in uh, return average for punt and kickoffs. So I can expect Mims to have a big game, not only offensively, but again, on special teams with the return game. So, and again, for the Bears, they give up like the 32nd, the la- they're the last team and third down percentage uh, allowing to their <laughs> opponent. So this should be a big game for the offense, big game for Mims and Judy. So I'm expecting a, a good game offensively, but defensively, like you guys said, it, it, they just have to tackle. I mean, just tackle and just win this game, get out of there healthy, safe, and just with a with our first win of the season. Yeah, and Mims is just like making so many big plays, and they're just like – I'm not going to doubt Sean Payton for any reason, but he needs to see the ball more. He needs to be included more in the offense. I mean, uh, credit to Scott Barrett for this uh, via Twitter. Um, current leaders in yards per route run. Marvin Mims is the best in the NFL with 22 uh, yards. That is point. That is two yards more than Tyree Kill. We're talking about Tyree Kill, Brandon Ayuk, Keenan Allen. But then current leaders in routes run, he is 200 200th in the NFL with 27 routes run. I mean, that's literally underutilization at the finest. So he's got to be used against a horrible Bears secondary. He better be getting the – I hate to say it, Jordan, but he better be getting the bulk of the targets. Or 
maybe even over Judy. Like, he's been balling, man. Like, I, I would love for them to get the same amount of targets this week. He's got to be – they got to be taking deep shots with him downfield because I promise you with Eddie Jackson out, nobody's going to be able to cover him over the top. And I'm, I'm just really hoping also for Judy's sake that Russ actually looks his way this game because he could really he could really do some serious damage, like some – I'm talking like broken ankles on the, the, the Bears secondary. I've been asking for that since 2020, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, probably this. Uh, you just stop asking at this point. Maybe it'll happen. I'm, I'm, I'm used to. It. I'm, I'm numb to the pain. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I do want to see just mostly passing plays. I know you got to run the ball eventually, but I think this is just a secondary where you got to just, you got to, you got to. If you, I think the Broncos are gonna have to go into this game knowing we're gonna have to score, and I think you're gonna have to throw the ball as much as you can. I mean, Judy and Mims. This is a. This is the best matchup you could ever want for any of your wide receivers. Judy, Mims, Sutton, they're gonna they're they're all fav- favorable in their matchups. I mean, Tyreek Stevenson has arguably arguably been the worst corner in the league this season is gonna be guarding Judy, I think, this week. You have to exploit that. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline in any way you can like that's just judy and mim should be getting a combined maybe maybe 20 targets yeah. like I, they they need to get the ball almost every single play target them. they're going to be open i mean i i don't know why i i just don't know why if anything we should like we like judy and mim shouldn't be getting these targets i mean because like you said marvin mims is one of the most probably the most explosive player in the league this year he needs yeah. to be getting the ball thrown to down the field at least two to three shots a game I was going to say another thing is the Bears running defense actually ranks 20th. So it yeah. it's below average, but it's like not horrible. So yeah, I mean, the Broncos run defense on the other hand, horrible. So the Broncos, they need to throw the ball a lot this game. I It's crazy because I, I know me and you are talking a lot this offseason about the additions they made with the run blockers. They made uh, the addition of Samaj Pirine, which has been really under, like criminally underutilized to this point. Um, to be fair, the Broncos have been playing a lot of catch up these last two weeks with the commanders and dolphins, but 
it's crazy because they've found so much more success with uh, Russell Wilson, you know, gunning it downfield. And, uh, you know, even you know, even the short uh, game, um, short passing game, Russ has found success. So, I mean, another thing this week I would like to see is Russ kind of use his legs a little bit more, you know, get out in the, uh, you know, play action bootleg, um, use his legs to, you know, improvise and, you know, find, uh, you know, players downfield. Um, he found a lot of success with that, more particularly with Sutton in the end zone, actually, um, last week. Um, and Russ should have had four passing touchdowns last week. A lot of people will, you know, li- like to neglect that. But I mean, he should have had a, a much better game stat-wise. This week, though, I'm expecting we're going to, you know, get, dive into that with our player predictions. But I'm expecting, like, a really big game from Russ. Yeah, and I mean – you can't play the Chicago strengths. The one strength they have, and it's not really a strength, but it's it's one of the bright spots of their team is the run defense. You can't play towards that. You saw that in Washington. When they got up, they kind of went out slower. Instead of being more aggressive and, throw, and continuously throwing the ball, they started running the ball a little bit more, and you just kind of see a halt in the offense. Then the turnover started happening. You don't want to play to the strength of any team. So Chicago, you just got to make it simple, just easily. Throw the ball on them. They're, they're out there first, third, second, whatever. They're, they're out the whole secondary attack. Like, that's what you got to do. Judy and Mims, man. Yeah, and just some some little uh, key statistics to watch out for against uh, Chicago. The Broncos need one more uh, pass over 25 yards to tie Houston and New Orleans for the fourth most big plays in the league. I know that was a struggle in the very first week. Uh, we didn't take shots, but it seems like, as of late, we've been taking big, uh, big shots, and they've been paying off. Uh, another thing, uh, Jerry Judy, if he gets one more 100-receiving-yard uh, game, he ties Rod Smith and Brandon Marshall for the second-most 100-yard receiving games by a Bronco. So that is something uh, to also watch. And the last thing is Russell Wilson. If he throws two passing touchdowns against the Bears, it will be most by a quarterback since Peyton Manning since 2014. So some things to look out for. I mean, we just we can't deny. Man, Russ is playing some damn good football. I'm, I'm, I just think it's. I mean, everybody's talking about the numbers he's putting up side side by side with Mahomes. But I mean, anybody, it's just, it's. I hate going on Twitter and seeing like who should get benched first, Russell Wilson or Zach Wilson. Like, like, come on, man. Like, I just sat there and just laughed at it. Like, Russ is, he's having a great season. I just hope, man, we can get this win because if we lose to the Bears, like that's gonna be extremely demoralizing to this. Just moving forward for the rest of the season. I don't think it's going to be any like hope for the rest of. It. We lose to Chicago, yeah, regardless I mean, if, if it's if it's in Chicago or not. Like there right now, all the stuff going on in Chicago, all the question marks around Justin Fields and his offense. Like, but I like I said, if there's a game where this offense could break it open, it's against Vance Joseph in the defense. Yeah, for those of you guys that don't know, I'm going to be there in person uh, at the end zone. So if we lose this game, expect me to be absolutely toxic as fuck, especially with all you Bears fans out there. You guys are absolute menaces. Um, So I'll be two times that. Um, So, yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Uh, Row six. Um, So we talked about players to watch, keys to victory. It is time to jump into our weekly player predictions, offensive and defensive player of the game. Who do you guys have? taking offensive and defensive player of the game for this one. Uh, we talked a lot about emphasizing the passing game, talked a lot about the Broncos' poor run defense. So uh, what, what do you guys got? Um, for the offensive player of the game, I'm going to pick the easy one. I'm going to go Russ. I think this is just this is just a gimme game for Russ at this point. I'm starting in fantasy this week in, I think, two of my leagues. So I'm expecting him to cook. I think this is, again, this is a gimme. For us, I think this is Sean Payton and him. They're going to be fine this game. It's just a matter of how many points we put up. 
Um, on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, it's no one I'm really looking forward to. Then I guess Sertan. I mean, everybody else is just, you know, they're just badly coached right now and schemed all over the place. So I'm going to go Sertan. I mean, that's just the one confident piece on the defense. I know he's going to be on DJ Moore. So we'll see how that goes, especially after the last time he played DJ Moore. I think he's really going to be locked in and definitely mm-hmm. trying to get his get back on that one because he got clowned about that one for a little bit. So I'm going to go Russ and Pat. For me, it looks like me and J-Mac are on the same wavelength. I'm going to be going to Russell Wilson as well. I think he's, he's going to have over 300 yards passing. I think he'll have like over three touchdowns. So I'm I'm expecting a big game out of him. On the defense side of the ball, while I do not want to actually pick anybody, I, I'm forced to pick someone at this point. I am going to go with the rookie, Riley Moss. He is expected to play in this game. Uh, Sean Payne said that he looks 100% now. He's been running at full speed. So I expect Riley Moss to play, and I'll be taking the new guy in the defense to light a spark under this defense and really get it going. So give me Riley Moss. Interesting. Uh, me and J-Mac are absolutely on the same both wavelengths. I am picking <laughs> Russ and PS2 as well. Not planned. We we always do these, and we don't even tell each other what yeah, predictions no, we're doing. I, I, I picked Russ and PS2, and we talked a lot about that depleted secondary. This is an easy, really easy pick. Um, I mean, you can maybe pick, like, if a skill position, maybe Judy or Mims has, like, two touchdowns, then I maybe guess they're considered the player of the game. But I think Russ is going to be cooking. He's going to look like Seattle Russell Wilson. Um, if not, he like, I mean, he has been looking like Seattle Russell Wilson showing flashes at least, um, during the season, but I think you're going to see it a lot on Sunday in Chicago soldier field. Um, I'm expecting Russell Wilson to have at least three passing touchdowns and around like 280 to maybe 320 passing yards. Um, that's what I envision for Russell Wilson. I think he's going to look great in the red zone, in my opinion. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And then defense player of the game, like I said, I have PS2. I think he's going to rebound a lot. I rebound really well against DJ Moore. Obviously, uh, J-Mac talked about that poor performance last year. Um, DJ Moore definitely got the better of him. But I think uh, now with Justin Fields as his quarterback, PS2 is going to definitely have it ready to go. Um, this is also going to be the first game. I know a lot of people, um, you know, Prior to this season, we're so, you know, for whatever reason, mad about the Broncos passing up on Justin Fields for Sertan. It's going to be the first game that Sertan is going up against Justin Fields. I think you look at Justin Fields this season, he has thrown a pick in every single game this season. I think his fifth of the season is going to go to PS2. And I think PS2 will be taking that game ball from Chicago back to Denver. So I'm picking PS2 in this game. I think he gets a pick. I think he's going to have a handful of tackles. Maybe, uh, not not maybe, I think he will have a few PBUs as well. Um, so I do have PS2 taking this one. So that leads us into our score predictions. Um, I don't think a lot of, I don't think me or Jordan predicted 70 to 20 last week. Um <laughs> I know uh, nobody in our comments did, which, by the way, make sure you guys comment your score predictions down below. Closest will win a shout-out on our uh, recap episode going over the game, um, which will be out later that uh, later that day. And um, please let us know in the comments on YouTube and let us know on Spotify as well. But Jordan or Jordan and J-Mac, what are your guys' score predictions for this one? I mean, I'm going to keep it realistic. I'm not going to say anything too crazy. I'm going to go uh... – in Chicago, I'll go, honestly, get us some field goals in there. I'll say. Bro's calculating it. I'll say 36-29 Denver. 36-29 Denver. I do have, like, two scores, but I guess I can only pick one. And, I mean, 
I am I am picking the Broncos to win. I, I think I think they're gonna win. But just because of how bad the defense is, I, I do expect the Bears to put up points because I need to be proven wrong until otherwise. Yeah. So I got Broncos <laughs> win. Broncos winning 42-31. Holy cow. I I have I have a bit of an interesting one. Um, some people I know a lot of people probably disagree with this. Um, I actually have two different score predictions in my mind, but I'm leaning more towards this first one. I got 27 to 21 Broncos, only allowing 21. I know it's crazy going from allowing 70 to only allowing 21, but there's just like this gut feeling in me that the Broncos finally, for whatever reason, they're not going to look locked down, but I think in the red zone they're going to actually start to you know really really give Luke Getze and Justin Fields a hard time. Like they're going to not be able to, I know it's crazy to say, um, but I think the tackling will improve this week. Um, it's not going to be like perfect by any means. Um, like Jordan says, I need to be proven until otherwise, um, until, you know, I, I'm seeing it, but um, I think the defense is going to improve this week. I don't think it's going to be, um, you know, anything super crazy. Um, and if it is, I might go crazy in person there. Um so that's kind of my thought. My second one was 31 to 26. Yeah, my second score prediction isn't like too much different. It's just like a few, you know, possessions of a difference. Um, but this is another week where I hope I just I hope um, I'm not completely proven wrong again, because last week I looked like an absolute fool saying that I I don't believe this this game would get over the 30s. Um, but that ended <laughs> up nearly and uh, ended up nearly tripling that. So uh so look how that went. But uh, yeah, my two score predictions are 27-21 Broncos, 31-26 Broncos. No matter the score, though, I, I am, I'm like pretty confident we're going to win this game. If I had to put a percentage on it, I would say like I'm 90% confident. Oh, I'm not entirely confident nine, hey, because... Because look at last week, man, <laughs> 70 points. I don't think a single soul on earth actually believed that was going to come to that. So the if anything, the NFL really showed us last week that, and Vance Joseph especially, showed us that the impossible is possible. So you never really know. Justin Fields could go out there and break the break Peyton Manning's, Peyton Manning's record. So, I mean, knowing this defense. But, uh, Jordan, I believe you want to leave us off. Uh, yeah, I, I had two score predictions as well. I just went with the 42-31 just because – this season has been unpredictable, so I had to have like a kind of an unpredictable type score prediction. But my more realistic one was 34-24. I think that's a more realistic shot for Vance Joseph to hold them to 24 points. But since this defense has been extraordinarily bad, I'll be sticking with my 42-31 to prediction. And I think Sean Payne will get the offense going and VJ will still struggle with the defense. Fair. I mean... Um, it's kind of been the story of the tale for the last few weeks, hoping that changes. But I mean, it's a good step in the direction by all of us predicting underneath 40 points. So um, we're underneath 45. So if the Bears drop anywhere near 40 points on us, I will like it's going to be seriously considering by watching a Broncos game this season. Like, just it's going to be you're, you're, if they score 40 points. I have a question for you feels- guys. I have a question for you guys. If we if we win like let's say like a shootout, forty seven to like forty six, should Vance Joseph be fired? I mean, we yes, we know that Vance man, Joseph should be fired, but bro, that is a ugly win. That is a bad win. Forty seven to forty six. Like we'll we'll be like excited because like we won and like we got into a shootout and we never get into those. But like at the same time, yeah, he would have like to be Vance out. Joseph. Yeah. He'd have to be out by Monday morning. If, if if Chase Claypool plays and if Chase Claypool gets over 50 yards on our defense, 
I'm gonna lose my shit. I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be mad because he's not even trying anymore in the league. He's not even putting any effort to us. So if he goes out here and gets anything on our defense, I'm gonna be mad. Jesus Christ, man. It's just I feel like yeah, regardless, if the Bears put up 30, like I like the Dolphins game, I said it, man. I said if we lost, I wanted us to lose by a lot so that way Vance Joseph could just be gone. But it's looking like Vance Joseph is going to have to do some criminal stuff to get fired from his job. So I hope we just win at this point, man. Just regardless, I don't want us to lose by a lot anymore. Vance Joseph going to have to break the law oh, to get geez. fired from the Broncos right now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. All right. Chill out, Jay, Matt. Chill out, Jay, Mick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, it's probably best we go ahead and wrap up this episode uh, before we say anything that we uh, get in trouble for, uh, especially me and Jordan. Um, yeah, they anyways, didn't say it. I said it. I, I said it. They didn't say it. <laughs> uh, with that being said, uh, that's going to be it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys are listening on YouTube, make sure you guys hit the like button and subscribe. Like I always said, please leave a comment down below. Let us know your score predictions and your thoughts on today's episode, who you want to see in future episodes, and what you want to see in future episodes. Let us know your uh, episode, uh, you know, anything you want to see in uh, future episodes, like I said. Um, but with that being said, um, I'm your host, Amir, with my co host, J Mac and Jordan. Until the next episode, peace out, everybody. Peace.